Five years ago yesterday, exactly to the day, the Alberta government increased the minimum wage in Alberta to $15 an hour. And then on this Sunday, yesterday, six other provinces in the country upped their minimum wage once again. Not Alberta this time. Like I say, uh, we did it five years ago, haven't done it since. So October 1st of 2018, Alberta actually had the highest minimum wage in the country. Okay. A lot's changed since then. We don't anymore. In fact, it's not even close. Um, we were the highest in 2018. Most provinces at that time were about 11 or 12 bucks an hour. Uh, this year, though, several provinces have boosted their minimums. So Alberta is now near the bottom in terms of if you ranked minimum wage from highest to lowest, there's only two provinces below Alberta. Saskatchewan is at $14 and New Brunswick, I think, is $14.50, if I have the number correctly, somewhere, $14.75, um, something like that. Highest in the country, guess where? Yukon. They're at $16.77. BC, pretty close, $16.75. The rest of the country, 15 and a quarter to $16.55. So, um, Alberta, once the highest, now among the lowest. Do we need to address that? Some people say, yeah, absolutely, we do. Others say, no, we can't. We, it's gonna, it, it's not an easy conversation ever. Um, but let's get into it. We're going to speak with, um, Gil McGowan now. Gil, of course, is the president of the Alberta Federation of Labor. Uh, Gil, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Good morning, Shay. Yeah, in coverage of this issue, you've said holding the line on minimum wage is kind of cruel, in your opinion, hey? Yeah, heartless is the word yeah. I used. Um, and as you said in your introduction, people have to understand that it's been five years uh, since we've seen a minimum wage increase in Alberta. And since that time, the cost of living in Alberta has gone up 18%, which is the largest jump in inflation in more than 40 years. So, we, for example, in Calgary, we've seen rent go up by an average of 140% just in the last year. Power prices are up 128%. Uh, gas is up. Uh, groceries are up. Yet, despite these rapidly rising costs for everything, the Alberta government uh, not only hasn't increased the minimum wage for five years, uh, they've made it clear that they have no plans to do yeah. so in the future. So it's like from our perspective, it's hard not to see this as anything other than a deliberate wage suppression strategy on the part of the UCP at, and, and at the worst possible time for Albertans. And Gil, as you say, I mean, it was, it's been five years since we changed the minimum wage in this province. But, you know, the other side of the argument, of course, is if you take a look at where we are, sure, there's only two provinces with a lower minimum wage than Alberta. But really, if you take a look at it, aside from BC, Ontario and the Yukon, um, Alberta's really not dramatically different. It's better or within 30 cents of seven other provinces. So I would say Alberta is certainly not an outlier with their minimum wage here. Well, I think that uh, instead of looking at low-wage, low-cost provinces like Saskatchewan or New Brunswick, we should look at our own province, and we continue to have the highest average wages in the country. Uh, so we feel strongly that if we have the highest average wages, it's appropriate for us also to have the highest minimum wage, especially in uh, this environment, uh, inflationary environment that we're that we're living through. And and I, I think it's really important. To, to, to understand that the minimum wage, minimum wage is a floor, right? The minimum wage right. can be a floor that holds everyone up or it can be an anchor that drags everyone down. And unfortunately, the UCP has chosen the latter. I mean, that would be sad at the best of times, but it's completely heartless uh, and unconscionable during the inflationary times that we're living through. And and, and let me let me ask you this question, mm -hmm. uh, Shay. Uh, 
what is the economy? I mean, that's a rhetorical question. Mm -hmm. You mean in terms of it's the working people is what I assume you're getting at? Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like some people will say, well, the economy is is you know the captains of industry, it's yeah. investment, it's business, and here in Alberta, the economy is oil, and all of those things are part of the economy. But at the end of the day, uh, the economy is people uh, buying and selling, and we have a lot more buyers than sellers. And in fact, even in a province like Alberta, uh, which is very capital intensive, fully sixty five percent of our economy is driven by consumer spending. So if people don't have money in their pockets, it hurts the economy, not just the individual workers. And so with a low minimum wage that's not keeping up with inflation, uh, what happens is that people have less to spend and that hurts the economy. And it, all, and it, and it pulls the whole wage structure down, especially those you know near, near the bottom. So this is bad for uh, minimum wage workers, but it's bad for everyone who makes a wage and it's bad for the economy. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know if it's bad for everybody. And I think we get into this, we, we overlook the fact, it, it sort of sets it up as, hey, businesses have all this money to spend on wages. We heard from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business on the weekend saying, yeah, listen, I mean, businesses are carrying the exact same burden that you're talking about with wage earners. All of their costs have gone up too. And now you want to add an additional added cost on top when a lot of them have told us they're barely getting by as it is. So is there not some consideration, Gil, for the businesses that you're asking to just, in your case, come up with an extra three bucks an hour for their staff? Yeah, well, that's an interesting talking point. When But when we peel away and look at the facts, uh, a different story emerges. Um, you know, everyone knows that this last two years or so has been a period of record high inflation. But if you look at the numbers, it's also been a period of record high profits right across the board for corporations. In fact, from our perspective in the labor movement, that's one of the things that's driving inflation because wages certainly haven't been. They haven't kept up with inflation. So by definition, they're not a cause of inflation. But what we've seen is that uh, corporations, especially uh, in oil and gas, you know, you know, at the at the gas pump, uh, utilities for your power, uh, natural gas, and certainly grocery stores, they've taken advantage uh, of the shocks to the global economic system. You know, like the you know the pandemic-related um, supply chain shocks, the war in uh, in Ukraine. They've taken advantage of that to jack up their profits, uh, and they've done that by increasing prices. So, uh, you know, yes, uh, you know, c- companies always have they have bills to pay too but mm-hmm. they have way more money to pay those bills now because they've jacked up prices and that those those huge profit margins uh are wages that should be going to their workers and they're not and that's why we think that all workers deserve a, way, a raise not just minimum wage workers and in fact you know governments fall over themselves saying they want to help people during you know these periods of uh high inflation but the bottom line is that the best way to help people uh, deal with rising costs is to make sure that their wages keep up with inflation, full stop, bar none, right? And 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 the, and the Alberta government is not only saying that they won't do it today, no. they're saying that they won't do it in the future. It's not on the plan and that, right and that, now. And, yeah, and that's really troubling. Okay, uh, Gil, out of time, but thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time as always.